Welcome to A Transforming Word with Pastor Bill Buffington. This program is a ministry of Calvary Chapel Inglewood. Today on A Transforming Word. The world system, the Babylonian system, and all the things that are going on in our world. A lot of it sounds like the American dream, you know. Um, this is what's going to fall. And it, it really should challenge you as a believer is what you put your trust in. What's your hope in? What's your trust in? What are you banking on? What are you believing in with all of your heart? Because we're going to learn here that there's a world system that God said that whole thing's going to fall down and come to nothing. Hopefully your hope, your faith, your trust is not in any of those things. The American dream includes things like big, beautiful houses, traveling all over the world, and constant fun and entertainment. Sounds great, right? So good that most people today are striving for some version of this dream. However, as Pastor Bill warns, the American dream resembles Babylon so closely, and God warns of Babylon's destruction. America shares the ideas and systems of a culture that's against God, even if the leaders or the whole nation, for that matter, follow Satan's ideas. Stay true to God's word and follow him. Now, here's Pastor Bill in the book of Revelation chapter 18 as he begins his message, Babylon is falling. If you guys would open up your Bibles, we'll be in Revelation chapter 18. So for you guys that have been trucking through the book of Revelation with us, we are we're entering into we're, we're, we're on our way out today of of a lot of the the, the 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 large judgments and things that are coming down uh, next week in chapter 19. We move into some of the sweet things. We get the marriage supper of the lamb and some of the stuff that we're looking forward to. But today this is important. Last week we were. It was part one. We were looking at the fall of Babylon and um, we looked at the scarlet harlot and that that Babylonian system. It breaks into two two uh, two segments. Chapter 17 dealt with religious Babylon. Chapter 18. Today we'll see the fall of the commercial political Babylon. And let me explain how these things play out in culture um, before we jump into it. Religious, spiritual Babylonian system is this. Satan is in charge of both. The Antichrist is running them. These are systems that are in place that that literally take people away from God, deceive people from following the truth. And so there's in our world today, we, we talked about this last week, all the false religions. Where do they come from? Where do, why are there so many, you know, versions of Christianity where people are like, which one is the truth? You know, how come there's so many false antichrists and false this and false that because Satan is behind it saying, let me confuse people from the truth. And, you know, the, the, the thing that gets us on the path of the truth for the believer is going to be the word of God. This is how we're going to know what is of God and what is not of God. This is how we're able to judge between truth and error. This is what you guys should be judging me by. You should judge pastors by what's the things that God has written in the word of God that everybody should be judged by this book. This God's word won't be wrong. Amen. And so Satan is Satan. So there's these false systems in place. Um, but the word of God will keep us from the error. First John, you know, one of the things that John said, he wrote these things to keep us from those that try to deceive us from the truth. And so God said, I've written things in the word to keep you safe from those that would try to deceive you. Also, I've placed within you the Holy Spirit who will guide you into all truth. 
So even when you run up on something that you're not even, it's not educational wise, maybe your spiritual education can't explain why it's wrong. God says there'll be an inner witness of the spirit that says, that ain't right. Something ain't right about that. And you can go, you can just kick rocks and go pray about it and let the Lord give you clarity later. So God says, I will guide you into all truth. I got you covered. Well, today we're looking at, again, commercial and political Babylon. These are, this is another way that Satan seeks to control people, uh, control our desires, control our minds, control us. And I, man, I, as I'm preparing this chapter and going through it, I'm like, man, we, the times that we're living in right now, now that are so charged politically and, and otherwise, um, I feel like this is a right. It's a great time for us to go through this, a chapter like this and be reminded of what's really important. Um, and I would just say right up front, if you're a Christian and let's say you're, you know, some people are very political. Um, you're very involved in the political process. I'm not knocking your involvement. But I will knock if that's what you trust in. If you believe in that to change the world, I I would just tell you right now, 150 billion percent disagree. And, and, and it, it actually disagrees with everything God teaches. God says, how is the world going to be changed? God's way. One soul at a time. Amen. The gospel reaching one soul. At a, that is the answer to all of man's ills, all of the sin, all of the you take whatever the wickedness that bugs you. Murder, theft, lying, whatever you, whatever bothers you, whatever sins, is salvation by faith in Christ, one soul at a time, transformed from the end. That's how the world gets changed. So the church's job is to be preaching the gospel in the darkness in which we live. And as God gets another one for Him, that's one more pulled out. Another one for Him, it's one more pulled out. If we buy into the 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 system that we're in, that says if we get the right people in place, we can fix it all. It's like saying, God, we believe in this system that's under you. We believe in that system. We believe in those men. We believe if we get the right men in charge, we'll fix things. And God doesn't tell us that in the word anywhere. Right. There's since God was removed from, you know, being the, when, when, when Israel was a theocracy and they said, we want a king like the other nations. And God said, OK, you can, you can have to give you what you ask for. And God stepped down. And what did he give them? Anybody know? They gave him, he got sorry Saul. And Saul, you know, he, he looked good at first. He was humble. He was head and shoulders, taller than everybody else. He looked like he was a good pick. But Saul was a chump. Saul, when it was time to go fight the giant, he was the biggest guy, right? And it was time to go fight a, a giant. He was like, hey, guys, everybody come on over here. One of y'all go fight the giant. I'll give you one of my daughters as a wife, and you won't have to pay taxes. He was a chump. And, he, and, he, and, his, and his life spun out of control before it was all done. Then God gave him David, man after God's own heart. And as great as he was, we all know that he was flawed. We've never had, nor will we ever have righteous government again until Jesus himself is ruling and reigning. We have to know that and believe that. So we live in a system, this world, but we don't believe in this system because the Bible says we're passing through. Amen. This is not even my home. I'm passing through this place and I got a job to do while I'm here. So I can't get too tattered down to the things in this world. So with that introduction, let's look at Revelation chapter 18. Uh, I'm going to read verses one through three it says, after these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority and the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice saying, Babylon, the great is fallen, is fallen. 
and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. And so it opens up with another angel. So God has heavily used angels throughout Revelation, throughout scripture in general. Uh, angels are God's messengers, his servants. He sends them out to do things um, in this you know, Revelation, these final judgments, God is using these angels to pour out the different judgments. This angel, it says, uh, came down from heaven and he had great authority. Um, God had given him great authority, great power. He had, he had a job to do and authority from God was given to him. That just want to remind you guys that we're also God's messengers and great authority has been given to you and me as a messenger of God. Jesus said in the Great Commission, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And then he told us, now I want you to go. I'm giving this authority. I want you to go. I have all the authority. And I'm telling you to go in all the world and do what? Make disciples of all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them all things I've commanded you. And he said this, lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. And so we've been authorized by the one with all authority. So these angels are going out in the authority that God gave them. This angel, I'm sorry. And it says the earth was illuminated with his glory. So it was a glorious angel. Um, there was light that shone from him. He cried mightily with a loud voice saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen. And he begins to say all that's taken place has become the dwelling place of demons and, and so forth and so on. And so uh, one more thing about angels, you know, angels are in the unseen realm, but they do show up in the seen realm. Um, and so angels can show up as people. If you didn't know that, it says in Hebrews 13, too, that we got to be careful to entertain strangers because some have unknowingly entertained angels unaware what if you got to heaven and found out you angels showed up and you dogged them out? He was like, get, get out of my face. You know, what, what if you was rude to an angel? You know, um, <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't want an angel enemy. You know, like angel come back and smack you down. You, you trip, you, you trip on the corner of the carpet that, you know, wasn't there. And it'd be the angel like that's what you, you know, I don't think they do stuff like that. But anyway, we, we can entertain angels unaware. They're in this unseen realm. They show up in the seen realm. The cool thing about angels is they're for, they're for us. They're, we're, they're on our team. They, they belong to the Lord. They're doing God's biddings. And so these angels here, uh, this angel is, is, is mighty. He's got great authority. He's illuminating uh, the earth with his glory. And he cries out mightily. And he says emphatically, Babylon, the greatest fallen is fallen. Um, and again, he's he's speaking it here present. But for, this is a future thing. This is something that's going to take place. Here's what we can gather, because everything we're going to read about after this is the world system, the Babylonian system, and all the things that are going on in our world. A lot of it sounds like the American dream, you know? Um, this is what's gonna fall. And it, it really should challenge you as a believer is what you put your trust in. What's your hope in? What's your trust in? What are you banking on? What are you believing in with all of your heart? Because we're gonna learn here that there's a world system that God said that whole thing's gonna fall down and come to nothing. Hopefully your hope your faith, your trust is not in any of those things. And if it is, we can shift that today. But he says, again, in verse two, that he's crying out, Babylon, the great is fallen, is fallen. And he says this, it's become a dwelling place for, so this, this system, this world system, it's become a dwelling place of demons, 
So you got an angel letting you know that there's a demonic realm at work in this world system. It's the dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, a cage for every unclean and hated bird. Then notice this. We got three things mentioned. The nations, the kings of the earth, the merchants of the earth. Hear this. The, for all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. So if it says all nations... Is the nation that you live in part of all nations? So the nation that we live in, America, this great nation, and I don't mean to be sarcastic when I say that, but I, I, I'm annoyed a little bit at people that raise up America as though, like, man, this is, we are, this is almost like America and Christianity are the same. And anybody that does a, a faithful study on this nation will find that there are some really bad things that this nation has done to people. And so... I'm not willing to overlook that or, you know, I'm glad to be here. It's better than a lot of other places. Um, you know, there's a lot of positives, but it's a wicked place. And it's, it's got to be a world power by doing wicked things to people. And so I'm not going to turn a blind eye to that and become this, you know, American is not Christianity. So I just, I'm very careful with that because it says, look, all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. All nations are drunk with it. So this nation is drunk with it as well. Maybe more drunk than, than, than some people are willing to acknowledge, but we live in a nation that's drunk with the same, the same ideologies, the same ideas. And it says all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. What is that? Um, when you think of drunks being drunk with something, you're intoxicated, you're under its influence. So all nations are under the influence of, of this system. And so, so God is making me aware that, look, I live in a world system. I live in a nation. It's drunk with that. So I don't want to be guided by the nation, right? We learned earlier when Satan gets bound and he gets released, what does he go right back to deceive? The nations. That's where he's like, I'm, I'm deceiving. I'm not deceiving people. I'm, I'm out here deceiving whole nations at a time. So when I can see a whole nation going a certain way, I got to be careful. I'm a child of God. I'm part of a different kingdom. And if the whole nation goes that way, I got to be able to line up with the book and say, that's not the way I'm going to be going. I, I, I mean, everybody seems to agree. It's on the news. It's on the TV. It's on the media. But I'm reading my Bible and my Bible says that way. I got to still line up and go that way. Amen. So all nations have drunk the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Then it says the kings of the earth. Who are the, who are the kings? The kings are your world leaders. So the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. This is symbolic talk, right? We know fornication is, is illicit sex. Fornication is sex outside of marriage. It's not okay. It's, it's sex in, in a not right you know, scenario. God said, look, the kings of the earth, they're in bed. They've committed fornication with her, with this system. The kings of the earth, the leaders of the earth. Um, and so, again, I, I, as much as we, what are we supposed to do for our leaders? Pray for our leaders. We pray for them. We pray that God would keep them. We pray that our leaders would make decisions that would allow the church to move without, without, you know, without, without hindrance, to do the work that God has called us to do. That's what we do for the leaders. But here it says, look, the kings of the earth, the leaders of the earth, they've committed fornication with her. Then it says the merchants of the earth. These are those that are buying and selling, those that are running businesses, those that are making money. The kings of the earth, the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. Here's what we learn here. The system is run by Satan. 
Satan has allowed some to become rich. There are merchants that have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. And so as much as there are instances where God may bless someone to be wealthy or to have a lot, not saying it's bad to have a lot of God has blessed you to have a lot. But God says, look, there are people that Satan has bestowed this upon them. Satan has enabled them um, to have a lot, to be rich through the abundance. And we'll see as we go through it, the, the luxury and the things that they have, these are not necessities. These are extravagant things. These are over and above type stuff. And it says, look, Satan has enabled them. They become rich through the abundance of her luxury, the merchants of the earth, those that are those that are buying and selling. I, and I thought of this, I was kind of meditating on this and thinking of all the businesses that exploit the poor or that exploit, you know, that, that these businesses that will find, you know, sweatshops and they got people working in unsafe conditions or people doing just to make a buck, just to turn a buck, just to make a little bit more money. What will do to people, what will do to human beings that God cares about for a few bucks? And um, God said, look, there, Satan has endowed people um, there are people that are wealthy by Satan's desire, by his own plan. And that's the this is part of this this world system in which we live. Again, I, I want to back up off of this and just say for the believer. Right. If we can be minded towards heaven where we say, God, I'm, I'm not part of I'm I'm in the world. Right. But I'm not of this world. I am a pilgrim. Like your word says, I'm passing through this place. I got things to do. I got to focus. I got a job. I got a limited amount of time to do it. I want to hear you clearly. I want to be faithful in my, my outreach, my witness, my light for you. I want to do the best I can with what you give me. I want to be a good steward over my resources. Um, if you bless me to be wealthy, I want to use it for your glory. If I'm not wealthy, I, I want to, you know, I want to glorify you in, in, in that, you know, whatever situation that I'm in. But be careful that you don't let the world in which you live help you decide who you want to be, what you want to be, and how you want to live. Because, again, I live in a world where the system of the world, the leaders of the world, they're all drunk on some other stuff. And so that thing that we call the American dream, I've, I've, I've always not liked the idea of the, the American dream because it doesn't have anything to do with God. And you have people that come. It seems great. America is the land of opportunity. You can you can get wealth and you can achieve things and get a business and make money. And it's like, and where's God and all that and die and go to hell? with your business, right? Because how, how big of a deal is it if, and I, I, won't, I won't name, there are stars that die all the time, and I don't wanna, I won't name people because it's, it's still sad they die. They die millionaires, billionaires, but many of them die without Christ. And we celebrate them, we do parades for them, we do everything else, and it's like, man, who told that person about Jesus? Because none of that money can go with them now. Right. It's, it's all left behind. They can't take it with them. It can't buy them favor with God. It's irrelevant now. It's just left behind. And that person has a soul. And we sometimes we get caught up and we 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 love our heroes and our athletes and our musicians and our movie stars. And I wonder sometimes that when those movie stars and sports people and people, when they interact with believers, I wonder how often believers are looking at them hoping for a picture or some memorabilia, not realizing that you have what they need, right? They don't have what you need, you actually have what they need. And that, that's been my, my attitude. If I ever get to meet or interact with someone that's a star, I realize everybody they meet wants something from them. 
And that's my attitude. I want to say first thing, I don't want, I want to, I, want, I know everybody comes to you, they want something from you. I don't want anything from you. I don't want a picture. I don't want an uh, autograph. I don't want anything from you. I want to give something to you. And we just give them the gospel. They, they need to hear the gospel, right? They're in, a, they're, in a, they're in a peculiar place as they're being worshipped. Everybody loves them. Nobody's going to tell them no wrong about them. They need to hear the gospel. So we got to be careful about these things. Let, let's look at verses four through eight now. It says, and I heard another voice from heaven. So we had first the voice of the angel. He says, now we have another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins and lest you receive of her plagues for her sins have reached to heaven and God has remembered her iniquities. Render to her just as she rendered to you and repay her double according to her works. In the cup of which she is mixed, mixed double for her. In the measure that she glorified herself and lived luxuriously, in the same measure give her torment and sorrow. For she says in her heart, I sit as a queen and am no widow and will not see sorrow. Therefore her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire. For strong is the Lord God who judges her. So we see now as we're in the end times and we're in the tribulation period, God is speaking to the saints on the earth. The saints on the earth are the what saints? The tribulation saints, because the church, if y'all did it right, right, if, if, if we're saved, where are we at? If you down here for the tribulation, you messing around right now, you you fooling around, you playing games, right? The church is in heaven. We've been raptured. We've been caught up to be with the Lord forever to be with him. We won't come back until the thousand year millennial reign where we rule and reign with Christ. But there are tribulation saints. God has been merciful and gracious in the midst of judgment. God has been saving people on the earth. And God tells those people, this other voice from heaven says, come out of her. Come out of her, my people. That's why I believe this is God's voice. God says, come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins and receive of her plagues. Her sins have reached to heaven and God has remembered her iniquities. And so they're being called out. The tribulation saints are being called out. Stay away from it. Judgment is coming to her. Though, and this is the thing, too. The, think about this for the tribulation saints. They're living in a time when even more visible than today, we can acknowledge that Satan is running things because God says that Satan is a prince of power of the air. Um, but during the tribulation period, literally, Satan is running things. Um, the Antichrist, the, they're, they're all in charge. They're running the show. The church is absolutely suppressed. Any believers are, believers are dying for their faith. There's, there's nothing to support the church at this time. All they have is their hope in Jesus until they die and go to be with him. That's, that's what they're, they're living in a very difficult time. And God said, look, don't get caught up. Don't fall into the trap. Don't. Their, her judgment is coming just a little. They got a little while longer. Y'all got to hang in there and stay away from it. And so we got to be mindful, too, that while we're living down here, it's tempting sometimes. Um, how many of you guys have ever been tempted as you look at the world and prosperity and stuff? Who's ever been tempted in their heart to say, I, I want some of that? All of us. Right. I, I see stuff all the time now. They know how to market us. Right. If you if you spend time on social media, I, I, if you go look at something on one website, then it's like, well, wait a minute, how did, how did I, I was looking at dog collars on another website, you know, and then I'm on another I'm on a, a social media and I'm getting I'm getting I'm, I'm getting commercials for dog collars. I'm like, it's like they knew I looked at it. They're like, oh, let's hit them. Let's hit them with all the cool dog collar stuff and see if we can't get them to buy something. I'm like, man, they, they, they're on us. 
Um, and it's marketing everywhere. People are mastered the art of marketing people. So we got to be eyes wide open, alert and aware. I live in a very materialistic society. Um, and if you're in America, you have, compared to a lot of places in the rest of the world, we, even if you seem like you don't have enough here, compared to somebody else somewhere else, we're rich. That's all we have time for today on A Transforming Word. Pastor Bill has been teaching through the book of Revelation. This book touches on the people and the world being judged during the tribulation. Some may feel that with all that's happening in the world right now, that we're already there. However, there's more to come and that's why it's so important to know where you stand with God now. Don't delay a decision that you think you can put off because you have lots of time. The time is now. If you're not sure where to go or what to do and the things you're hearing from Revelation are causing you to be fearful, please let us know by giving us a call. We're here to give a listening ear and to answer any questions you might have about this teaching or about salvation. Call or send a text to 310-245-4811. That's 310-245-4811. If you prefer reaching us online, you can fill out the contact form on our website at Cal CalvaryEnglewood.org. If you're not already connected with a local church family, we'd like to invite you to join us this weekend at Calvary Chapel Inglewood. You can find all the information you need at our website, including service times, directions, and information about the church. You can even find links to stream our services or watch previous messages online. That website again is CalvaryEnglewood.org. Thanks for spending time with us today in the Word. Pastor Bill will share more about what God revealed to John in the book of Revelation next time on A Transforming Word.